Welcome to Queer Narratives Beirut, a podcast about gender and sexual diversity in Lebanon's capital. You're listening to episode 10, Talking BS, with Larry BS and produced by me, Joy Stacey. My name is Larry, um, I'm a stylist and um, um, a comedian and uh, I'm a nightlife ambassador as well. I work with several uh, nightclubs in Lebanon. Basically that's it, <laughs> that's me. So uh, on my show, in uh, one of the clips, um, in one of the episodes, uh, it's a spoof. Uh, we have this spoof of, uh, of a very famous Lebanese movie called uh, West Beirut by Ziad Dwayre, which was about the war, the civil war, uh, back uh, between like 75 and 90. Uh, it's called West Beirut because Beirut back then was separated between West Beirut and East Beirut, which is like the Muslim part and the Christian part. And... Um, it's about the tensions and like the, the whole the whole tensions and social life given this whole um, separation segregation. So um, in um, in one of the scenes of the movie, there's um, this uh, lady, this famous lady who's like from the south, um, who's Muslim obviously, um, who um, gets on her balcony and she starts yelling at the neighbor downstairs um, in the bay because um, um, his um, rooster is is being very loud and everything and super early. So another lady comes out from another balcony and starts yelling at her because she's yelling and another one starts yelling at her at the at both of them because they're yelling and everything. Um, and it's an iconic scene. So um, we considered taking it and like doing it as our opening scene in one of the episodes. Um, <clears throat> but we don't don't like as we usually do, we don't just like um, do just um, reenact scenes. We give them another layer. We make them um, relevant to the times we're living. And uh, at that time, uh, Ziad Wera has been nominated for an Oscar for his latest movie, The Insult. Um, and there was this whole controversy behind the, the, the movie because of um, because of his views on BDS and the way he attacked them in the press, which to certain people um, is the reason why he was nominated. Um, so um, we decided to to, um, to make this scene about uh, about this whole debate specifically. So um, so there's this lady um, going on her balcony very early in the morning, dressed in this. Um, I'm the lady, by the way, <laughs> dressed in in this like old 70s nightgown, like cotton, very pastel. Everything and like this bad wig, whatever. But I still have the beard. So, <laughs> so this lady, she goes on the balcony and she starts yelling. Yeah. So what if it's if it's nominated? <clears throat> uh, well, don't you have anything else to do? Like, uh, you bored us with all this talk and everything. So another lady comes out and she starts yelling at her and like, well, it's it's super early while you're yelling. I mean, so, so what if it's nominated? You should be happy for him. Whatever. It's a great day for Lebanon. Whatever. So this lady starts like insulting her in a bit, and yeah, you, how can you say this? What about uh, the South? What about what we lived? What about uh, everything? What about what about the BDS and everything? <clears throat> and this is this was uh, like representing the people who uh, who were taking BDS side and everything. And so the other lady, she gets offended, and she was like, "Oh, so now you know about BDS, which is also um, could go to to the people who." Uh, who just like follow trends and don't actually have opinions, um, don't like have their own opinions, just follow trends. And okay, so now BDS is trending, let's just follow them. 
without without taking the time to actually check what the BDS is really really is and everything and, and all of that. And in the end, um, like after this lady starts talking and, and says to the other lady, so now you know about BDS, big deal, whatever. There's another woman in the end who like who's very clueless and represents the clueless people who um, just comes out and she's she's like BDSM, where where I I I want I want BDSM, I want BDSM. Um, as a comedian, um, well, my type of comedy is um, mostly, uh, I have two, two major shows, web shows basically. The first one is a promotional um, show for um, a series of parties that takes place in Beirut. It's called Dex on the Beach and the show is called Larry Does Dex and it's like the, the party from my perspective. And the other show is, is my own show, it's a comedy show, it's called Larry Screens. It's a movie review kind of shows, um, but done in a very satirical way where I include spoofs of uh, famous movies, but I play all the characters in them and it's done in a comedic way. And then the reviews are not like your typical uh, reviews, they're mostly satirical with like a lot of um, sense of humor. I like to call it inclusive comedy. It's, it's, it includes all the, uh, all the parts of society without um, offending anyone, without being uh, offensive to anyone, without... Um, uh, trashing anyone without cyberbullying or anything. Uh, it's just light comedy. That's basically it. Um, uh, some of the characters I've played uh, were like the two girls from The Shining, for example. Um, this is a recurrent trope actually in our show. Also, like, my favorite uh, skit was actually um, a deleted scene of Paddington, um, a fake deleted scene of Paddington, where um, actually I play myself on Grindr, where my tagline says, uh, um, looking for a bear, and like Paddington knocks on my door, and like uh, he saw the, the thing, but he thinks that I'm actually looking for a bear. I mean, yeah, um, I know that eventually we're, they're gonna be sponsors, but like I'm doing it for the love of, of comedy, because I've, I'm bored and tired of seeing stereotypes in comedy, and since um, it's very hard for me to be cast and in roles in Lebanon because, like, I mean, I mostly end up playing it share, for example. <laughs> and, uh, so, yeah, I mean, why not just, like, make my own? And, and basically, this is what I'm doing. I, th I think um, people overestimate the, the power of coming out as a statement. Um, I mean, I'm, I understand that for some people, maybe it's essential to... to like to be public about it in order to feel better, but like for me, I never felt the need to do so or even the urge. This still the same as like as I was before before coming out. It was. I think when you when you're yourself with people, they're they don't care if uh, whether you're straight or gay or or asexual or whatever. Um, it's uh, it's it's all, it's a matter of of how you deal with people and how. And how you put yourself in their shoes, and and what? Honestly, I think whenever you're nice to anyone, they're just gonna be nice to you, no matter what. So um, it would, uh, that's the attitude that I that I took. That's that's what I've that's how I've always dealt with people. So I think no, no one has had any problem with me because I mean they're not dealing with the sexuality; they're dealing with with a person. And whenever you, you're just honest to them, <clears throat> to people. <clears throat> Whenever you're just honest to people about everything, 
it's uh, there. There's no need for you to hide behind anything. I mean, I understand. I understand that maybe not everyone is the same, and uh, some people need to do it. Some people can't do it because of family issues and whatever. But um, I'm, I truly think that, like, I mean, if your family is really your family, they definitely care about you. If your friends are truly your friends, they will care about you no matter who you are. So, I mean, so far, it, I never had to, 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 to do a statement about it, and it was just, I was just acting myself. And, and I think people love the fact that, I mean, that, that I'm genuine about it, and I'm genuine towards them. So, it's, uh, I'm, it was never a problem to me, I don't know. Um, <clears throat> okay, how I got into comedy. Um, well, um, I think I started, you know, with, with the burst of uh, social media and everything, I started online, like, on Facebook and Instagram with the funny caption, with the funny posts and, and this. And uh, I started doing videos, sometimes like spoof videos of, 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 uh, of famous viral videos, like, and they went viral as well. Like for example, when when the garbage issue, when there was the garbage issue in Lebanon, and people were demonstrating, and um, um, the daughter of a, of a of a super famous uh, magazine owner, who's now this uh, deceased, um, posted a statement about um, how is the the country ever gonna gonna move forward if if we keep them if we if we block the streets and if we. Uh, and uh, if you do stuff like that, and like she's and her father was a visionary with his ideas about like revolution and everything. I made a video of me talking, like fictionally talking to her, based on a voice note that went viral about a mother um, scolding her daughter because she failed her tests or whatever. And um, the video, my video, went viral, and and um, and I think this was the moment where I considered, um, like, okay, maybe I should take the written posts and, and like make it make them more vivid like uh, maybe I should like go a step further and like actually do videos and like go into the vlogging uh, culture um, um, I met up with a few um, with a few uh, <clears throat> with a few production houses maybe, maybe we set up a show like some kind of uh, like stuff like Jay Leno and these kind of shows but they never worked out because most of their content is for the Middle East and not necessarily Lebanon, and I'm not really funny for, to, to like to, to Dubai and Saudi because my, my jokes are too daring for them. So there's not really a market for, for that there. So um, and then I had the Larry Does Dex uh, thing, where after that it, it, the whole show went viral and people are still like every season people ask me when are when are you starting when are you starting? I I get cast like every once in a while in like TVCs. TV commercials and stuff like that, but I don't really enjoy it, enjoy them because um, I've n- never played a character that uh, that was not a stereotype. So it's it was it's it's against my my principles. So I was like, okay, no, I'm not, I'm not doing this anymore. If I'm gonna do something, I'm I'm, I'm better better write it myself. And so um, the, one time a director approached me. <clears throat> And uh, with with the idea of the show, so when we sat, we changed it a bit. We made it 
like very personal, like tailor made and everything. So um, and then just well, I went on with it. But yeah, I think like the first video I did, uh, me spoofing something. That was the moment where I decided, like, yeah, I'm, I want to do vlogs. I, I want to be that person. But I don't want to do it like everyone else. I, I, I'd like to have it. I'd like to do something a bit different. And I think the inclusiveness of it is the difference between what I'm doing and what other comedians I'm do, are doing. Um, I think that when, when you're an artist, it's easy to, to, to be whoever you want to be because everything's going to be... Like in the name of art, you can always have this excuse like, I mean, oh, he's an artist. Like, yeah, he's gay. Because, yeah, he's an artist. So, yeah, artist trumps sexuality or whatever. So, <clears throat> I think um, like being a public performer helps you get away with a lot of things. And uh, your sexuality is one of them. Um, um, I don't know if people, for example, would accept me had I been just a normal guy, normal gay guy. As opposed to um, like being an online uh, sensation, for example, or whatever. Um, like people love seeing successful people and suddenly when, 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 they, are, uh, like when they are in a position where, they're, where, where they know, they're known in the scene and everything, I mean, they kind of stop caring about your sexuality and they're like, I mean, it's cool to hang out with the cool people, so whatever. It's, uh, so um, I think um, it's easier to be queer when you're an artist or when you're a performer because people like you as a performer and people will always tend to like, let you get away with a lot of things just because you're a performer. So. But at the same time, I don't like the, the stigma of it because um, not, not, I don't think stigma is the right word. I don't... I don't I'm, I'm not a fan of the whole correlation between like artistry and, and queerness because um, some people are just queer. They're, like, they're not interested in any sort of arts. And, uh, and they, have, they, get, they, get, they get more shit for it because they're not artists. Because um, I'm, they, when, you're, when you're queer, you have to, be, you have to either be, like, have this whole dramatic... Uh, life behind you and everything in order to be interesting to people to talk to or you have to be flamboyant with all the with all the glamour and glitz and, and everything <clears throat> and in both cases you have to be and it's it's it falls under entertainment industry so um i'm not a fan of this whole correlation because um some people are just queer they're not interesting they're not interested in um entertainment and for that matter, they're not considered interesting to the media and to a lot of people because they're not uh, because their only asset is their sexuality, and it's still something um, taboo, not just in Lebanon or the Middle East. I think worldwide there's still this whole stamp whenever you're queer that you have to ha you have to be some someone else as well in order to 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 be overlooked as a queer person. Um, I've been approached by um, so far by BBC Pop Up. They did um, they did um, um, a fifteen minute uh, um, report about Beirut about uh, about uh, LGBT in Beirut as part of a series of reports about Lebanon in general. And um, honestly, I'm um, okay. I found the the whole skit to be very sensational. I mean, 
the media loves sensationalism when it comes to to stories like that. So, but but what I loved about my part is the fact that it is actually genuine. Like they showed me as as this flamboyant um, party figure, like like who's practically known by everyone and everything, and like at clubs and whatever stuff like that. But this is actually me on weekends. So. This part was true, and they were lucky they, that they actually found someone who's actually like that, and it's not just they're not inventing any, anything. But like they put it as opposed to other people who are um, um, like who've had this dramatic li- this dramatic life and everything. And the whole um, report took a very sensation sensational um, turn, um, which I found honestly a bit uh, redundant given the fact that that this is what the press likes um, and uh, once again I was approached by a Danish um, uh, TV channel that also wanted to do the same thing but we couldn't meet in the end but uh, I was like okay no maybe that's for the best because um, if, if it's going to be anything like the BBC thing honestly I don't want it because I don't want to be um, labeled as this person like and seen as only this 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 figure, I mean, this in a way, this kind of um, is an obstacle to, to what I do in comedy because I'm um, I don't want to be known as the gay comedian. I want to be known as a comedian. Period. It's uh, it's not uh, it's not that um, 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 obviously it's not because I I'm hiding or whatever. But it's just it's a it's a it's a useless label when I mean my asset is my comedy. It's not the fact that I'm gay doing comedy. So. And uh, in the end, like a Dutch uh, thing also came and, and um, we, d- we did an interview as well. The whole thing was about how to be gay in Beirut and, and it's, it's, it's like a daily life thing kind of interview, which, is, which was very refreshing. But um, what I'm not a fan of in the media in general is this whole sensationalism where if you don't have, um, if, you, if you haven't had a shitty life and like beaten up by your father and brother and whatever, um, then you're not interesting for them to, to to highlight you. And if you're not flamboyant and, and uh, like doing this outrageous thing and shocking the whole the whole country, um, so you either have to be this or this in order to be interesting, appealing to the to the to the media. Otherwise, they they, they won't care about you. Which, which I think is reductive of them. And queerness as a, as a word means like when you don't identify as as straight or cisgender or anything. To me, it's honestly it's being gender fluid. Like um, I don't care if people refer to me as a he or she. Uh, honestly, I never cared about this. My voice is very distinctive, so um, on the phone sometimes, like people call me Madame, and I never actually um, correct them because I mean, as long as the message is it's, it's getting, I don't care how they refer to me. So I think queerness to me is this: when you actually really don't care about labels, don't care about um, like how you how you identify as, because um, in the end of the day, we're all humans and whether we're men, women, or something in between. It's just, so yeah, that's what, that, <clears throat> that's what queerness means to me. It's just like not attaching this uh, too much importance like on these stupid silly things and just be ourselves around people.
with special thanks to Larry B.S. Share your narrative. Email queernarrativesbeirut at gmail.com with your written or phone-recorded stories and um, we'll publish them on our website. Anonymity guaranteed. Queer Narratives Beirut is a collaboratively produced word-of-mouth podcast made with support from Mansion and The Outpost magazine and produced alongside the Radio Mansion project in June 2018. Supported by Chase Consortium. Share your stories and find out more at queernarrativesbeirut.com.